0: Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to spend some time talking about the concept of coming to your senses. Of course, we're going to look at the parable of the last son the, from Luke as we are diving into our parable series. We're, of course, we're going to look at the full detail of the parable this week on the, the uh, parable study. I almost said it. I almost said the foundation study, <laughs> but I didn't. I caught myself. Alright, but uh, there was a fascinating article in the news this week that is just so related to this. And if you are not aware of the name James Shoup, it is an interesting story. So James Shoup is the, the first person to petition a court and successfully get his gender changed. Of course, he had this gender dysphoria, as they call it, and he just insisted that he was not James, he was Jamie, he was really a she, and absolutely the whole world had to do. And this is what the key story that started the whole LGBT, the T the part mostly, part of this with all of these it's getting so bad that you cannot it is considered a hate crime in some countries to even declare that somebody is not the gender they declare themselves to be even when science objectively says otherwise which basically means we are living in this crazy postmodern world we've talked about that before on this channel but what's so interesting about james shoop's case is after all this had happened after he was used as the example He repented. He looked back and said, all of this that we're doing to kids, all of it, he says, this is child abuse. It is psychological child abuse. Now, of course, he went through and, you know, had the gender change to non-binary. He took hormones and a variety of different, different things in order to you know, to change the the physical characterizations. This is what he said. He says in, in March, um, he announced on Twitter that he had come to faith in God. He is also speaking on the harms inherent in transgender medicine. I ended up in a psych ward three times because of hormones. I had blood clots in my eyes because my estrogen levels were 25 Uh, thousand, or excuse me, 2,585 instead of 200. Low bone density, problems controlling my bladder, emotional instability. All of this is a side effect of the hormones he was taking because he was trying to force his body to be what his body wasn't. Blood tests indicate I was dropping into the kidney disease territory for about 18 months. I had chronic dermatology, skin reactions to estrogen patches, and I passed on in the kitchen for spinal acetone. Um, he went through and realized that all this is kind of nonsense. And he, what he says in here is that he had come to his senses. Come to his senses. And he is warning us to come to our senses and to not make such radical changes in our lives that will cause long-term repercussions. Do you realize it is damaging to destroy a child's body with either Hormone blockers or hormone replacement therapy. This is destructive for the body as a whole. And there's many other things. I used to advise kids when I was mentoring kids, you know, and I'd mentor them and I'd say, you know, don't go out and get tattoos and don't go out and get body piercings and modifications until you know what you want to do. If you get to the point where you're 23 and 24 and, yeah, you want to be a tattoo artist, go get a tattoo, you know. Uh, If you want to, you know, whatever it happens to be, but you want to avoid making any permanent marks to your body, particularly when you're so young. In fact, I would be an advocate of saying, hey, a person's got to be 25 before they can make a permanent change to their body. Because our brains don't develop. Even as a 21, 22-year-old, we're still clueless. Ask those of us over 40. We'll tell you how clueless we were in our 20s. But no, we just, oh, no, no, they're allowed. And now it's getting to the point where, where a, a minor can experience these things. But James made a very fascinating article that he was mentioning. And he says he came to his senses. I'm sure you've heard that before. Looking at the parable of the lost son from Luke, starting in chapter uh, 15, verse 11, we're not going to read the whole parable. Uh, This is going to be the topic of the parable study this week. We're going to look at this individual parable. And uh, But what I want to do is just brief summary that the man had two sons. The one son comes and says, give me your inheritance. He takes his money. He leaves his father's house and he spends it on what this Bible calls riotous living. In other words, he's spending it on drugs. He's spending it on booze. He's spending it on girls. He's just living like a fool. And then what ends up happening, he says, picking up in verse 14, Now when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in the country, and he began to become impoverished. So he went and hired himself out to the citizens of that country, and he sent them into his fields to feed swine. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating, and no one was given anything to him. And I want to do a brief parenthetical here. The fact that he's here talking, you know, feeding swine, it in, in and of itself, in this culture, was scandalous. They weren't allowed anywhere near the pigs. Here's this guy feeding the pigs. When he came to his senses, ooh, he came to his senses. He said, How many of my father's hired men have more than enough, but I am dying here with hunger? So I will go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired men. We're going to stop there. We'll discuss the rest of this parable this week on the parable study. But what I wanted to focus on so much and do a one separate video on that coming to your senses, because when you are young, you are oftentimes clueless. You do things in your youth, that when you look back as an adult, you say, that was stupid. How could I have even conceived of an idea so wretched? But we all do it. We all do it all the time. And we ought not do that. But the thing is, is that when we come to our senses, the question you have, do you have the ability to go back? If you're talking about spending money and I mean, what this guy's riotous living, this is an easy thing to recover from. Losing everything and going back to your father's house is an easy recovery. When you have ravaged your body with hormones that aren't supposed to be there, when you have marked yourself up to no end, there's no turning back. You have need to come to your senses early so that you are not destroyed in your body and in your soul to the point. Now, we have to understand the gospel and the grace of Jesus Christ. Because all of us, even if we've been through the, the hormone replacement therapies or if we've modded our whole body up and now we've decided that we want to be a businessman and that's going to be very hard, regardless of all that kind of stuff, in the grand scheme of faith, God is the Father, that it doesn't matter what you've done to your body. It doesn't matter what atrocious sins you have committed in your life against yourself, against your flesh, against others. God stands ready to forgive if you have only come to Him with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That means that you are agreeing with God about your sin. And as you are agreeing with God about your sin, you therefore after agreeing with God repent that means turn away from those sinful actions and move toward Christ let the scars of their past be the scars on your body how many believing sound Christians do I know that have received things like tattoos or other weird modifications and have come to it and said those were my scars of my battle with the devil and by the way the the scripture is it's Cagey on if tattoos in and of themselves are sinful or not. Uh, certainly, a tattoo to remember the dead is actually forbidden directly in the scripture, uh, and it does seem to be part of the moral law. Other tattoos, not as much. I look at the scripture, and I say probably not the good thing to go. But at the same token, to keep yourself modesty. And to honor the body that Christ has given us, I would advise to steer clear in that area. But, you know, that's up to each person. Uh, I just want to throw that parenthetical in there. But when it comes down to it, no matter what you've done to your body, the gospel of Jesus Christ is able to redeem you. So accept that gospel. Accept that gospel. Accept the truth that he gives us. And accept the faith that we have in him. So thanks for coming along on this daily walk. We will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walking Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.